Hey folks, SH1T coming to you live. Drinking a little bit of an orange juice, having a wee bit of a little nip of the good stuff, the extra vitamin C. Uh, I like the ex I like the pulp versions. I'm a, I'm a sick bastard like that. Uh, but well, we'll just get into it. Super Bowl 53 kicked off, and it was a ho hum sort of a game. Uh, I, it was kind of like a bronze medal match in the Olympics. Uh, third and fourth place teams kind of showed up. Uh, it, was, it was a defensive battle back and forth. The Rams just did not want to win that game at all. It, it appeared and looked like I had I only had problem like the refs killed two of the drives for the Rams. There was a, a targeting contact call in the first quarter that killed a uh, that allowed the Patriots to attempt a field goal. Didn't get any points off of it, and then. Uh, Gurley had a, like a 15-yard run in the fourth quarter when the Rams were driving, and uh, center got called for holding. Uh, that that was the two most egregious ref calls that I saw. But the Rams really didn't do anything to try to win the game. A bunch of drop passes or a couple of drop passes. They would go up and down the field, but then when it got like to the 40 or 30-yard line, they uh, they kind of botched the kick or or not botched the kick, but Basically just botched the game, and then uh, Zerline, actually, I got to see him miss one. As good as he was in the championship game, he uh, he got one for three points, and then when the uh, Rams were driving down to try to get make a miracle happen, it just wasn't going to be so, eh, what it was, 13-3 to uh, Patriots. So uh, nobody was happy with the Super Bowl. Nobody's happy with the halftime show. Uh, commercials weren't too bad. I saw, I think the one... Game of Thrones is coming out in April. Yay. Avengers Endgame's coming. Captain Marvel. The best one I... What was the best? Uh, the best... A lot of robot commercials for some reason. I guess they think robots are going to take over. So, whatever, bro. Uh, I, I kind of forgot the... There was one commercial that I actually kind of liked. Uh, it was the it was the one with uh, the Dosa Keys guy, the dude, and uh, Horseface. That wanted a cosmopolitan, the chick from Sex and the City, Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker. And she ordered a, they were asked, hey, you want a cosmopolitan? No, nope. I'll take a Stella Artois, which is a very good beer, by the way, if you, uh, I should get that for the podcast. Then the dude came in getting the white Russian, and uh, that was actually a fad of mine in uh, college days, drinking a white Russian with some peanuts or something, because just basically the Big Lebowski. Great, great movie. And then uh, the Dosa Keys guy that they fired and basically he killed a entire commercial series. Uh, but CBS, uh, speaking of those commercials, they rejected two. Um, it was, there was a basically a response to Colin Kaepernick kneeling at the national anthem was one of them. And then the benefits of mar medical marijuana, which I played on the last podcast, uh, were two of the... Two of the uh, commercials that were rejected by CBS and didn't give them airtime, but they gave Bud Light plenty because Bud Light just kept doing corn syrup ads for some reason. Hey, we make beer and we don't have corn syrup. Like I don't, I don't care. I don't drink beer to be healthy, and I don't drink Bud Light unless I want to punish myself or I hate myself or I'm getting a divorce. So, yeah. Uh, apparently, Sierra Nevada is a real good beer, so I haven't tried it, but get your hands on some of that. Uh, would be good, but Colin Kaepernick kneeling at the national anthem, yeah, it's a it's a scumbag thing to do, 
but he can do it. That's his right. No, I mean, we don't live in Germany. It's a, uh, you, you get to stand up and do what you want to do or kneel and do what you want to do and protest, protest however you want to do and spark a discussion and have all that, all that, uh, all that stuff. So it, it's sad that people think that they can kneel for the national anthem, but they can. It's, they're well within their rights to do so. Um, back in the last podcast, again, we talked, and now I have a better, uh, a much, a much better storyline with the Justin Smollett case. And Justin Smollett was the, the guy I talked about earlier, the second actor on Empire, basically Black Glee. They, they just start pumping and singing and doing rap tunes and shooting each other and do, like trying to conquer the world on Empire. But, uh, Justin Smollett plays the, the second brother, the most talented guy of the three. The youngest brother's the super cool guy rapper, like the T-Pain of the group or whatever. Uh, and then the Smollett dude's supposed to be the, the more talented the rapper, and the older brother has, like, schizophrenic issues. Like I said, I haven't watched the show in forever. Uh, but it, So his story that he's sticking to is that he was in Chicago at 2 a.m., and... He didn't. He didn't tell the cops this. He told TMZ this after, uh, after the fact that two white dudes walked up to him, uh, beat him up, broke his ribs, and then put a noose on him and were yelling "MAGA, uh, make make America great again," uh, during the assault. And then he rolled up uh, to the to the hotel with the with the noose on his neck, uh, and then didn't call the cops. Then he called his uh, manager. Didn't call the cops. He may have went to the hospital, may not, but didn't call an ambulance. Didn't call the cops. Uh, they uh, so the Chicago police uh, basically did two things. What any good police they would, what any good police uh, detectives would do. They started pulling tape in the area that the alleged incident occurred, and they asked for his cell phone records. Well, they pulled the cell phone. Uh, they he refused to hand over his cell phone to corroborate his story that he had talked to his manager at the time of the assault. Uh, and then they could not identify or they could not see uh, any... I, oh, I want to say they couldn't see two men in the area. They could see Smollett exiting in a, like an area at about 2 o'clock when the alleged assault happened, but there was not two men in the area and they couldn't find it on the tapes that he had been assaulted. And come to find out, um, he had told TMZ and the police, basically he'd left details out when he told one story and not the other. And then he get us, gets up on stage and say, hi, ah, love's going to prevail, hippy-dippy bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And it turns out he doesn't have broken ribs. He's got like a bruised rib or injured rib or, or whatever. So I don't know why, I don't know what, I cannot tell you left from right, but it, it seems like it's kind of like a false narrative or false accusation, kind of like the guy is, title of the podcast, Crying Wolf, which I've talked about. Uh, quite a bit where people just kind of uh, cry, 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 wolf, 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 blah, 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 you know, maga, 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 and expect you to run up every single time and, you know, try to like beat up a Nazi every, every time. And then they do weird shit like this where it, through all, all accounts and everything that's looking back and forth, this is like a false, like he made the fucking story up, grabbed a rope, put it around his neck, walked in and just wanted some, I don't know if he thought his career was going down south. I don't know, I don't know what, but he just kind of made the story up, uh, and, well, 
uh, Kevin Hart weighed in on the story, and he got beat. He got beat down. A lot of people were laughing at him, like, "Oh, why are you weighing in? You, you called your son." Like Kevin Hart can't can't catch a break. The they 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 discarded him from the Oscars, and they now they're uh, like he can't come back into the fold. He's done. But these false accusations, like literally, the the guy made this story up, and then now he's got to sit and like waste. They 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 sifted through a hundred hours of hundred hours of fucking uh, a video looking for these offenders. They had a sketch artist draw, like, basically, uh, every man. And then they, like, there's taken, it's taking detectives' time off of a high, because it's a high-profile case. And if the, the Chicago PD's tone deaf to it, they're just going to get raked over the coals in the media. So they have to waste all this time. And Chicago's, a, last time I checked, pretty high-crime-ridden area. A lot of gun violence for the laws that they have in the area. So thanks a lot, Justin, or Jesse, Jesse. J-U-S-S-I-E, uh, for wasting what appears to be wasting everybody's time with another cry wolf fucking story. And, like, I don't know. the And, and then he goes on stage and, like, just kind of just keeps going with it. Fuck it. Like, how insane is this? How insane is that? Jesus Christ. Uh, and then, yeah, Kevin Hart... Tries to weigh in, tries to say, you know, hey, you know, I feel feel for you. Uh, Want to get back? Uh, this is sad, you know. Let's come together. And then they basically tell Kevin Hart to fucking kick rocks. It's like you cannot be a part of this. Man. Uh, yeah. uh, in other kick rocks news, Howard Schultz is running for president, and it, the Democrats are scared as shit that uh, Howard Schultz is running uh he was also uh you know the media's attention for a couple of days like why are you doing this why are you trying to take uh votes for what just come and run in the democratic party he'd be an idiot to do that he is actually a moderate and he actually presents a because the democrats have gone so far left they're running people like kamala harris cory booker just jumped in and like why can't he like he in 2012, tweeted about like brushing up on some girl's chest, so he needs to go away. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, a lot of a lot of like they want to socialize health care, like these are things they've said. Uh, abortion's another issue that's kind of uh, crept its way up into the forefront of everything, which is kind of sad, and I'll get into that uh, shortly. But if Howard Howard Schultz would be an, a fool to run in the Democratic Party because they're all these stories about how they're going, like Michael Bloomberg's going to run as a Democrat, and he's he's not going to make it. He's a white, he's male, he's a rich. You're fucked. And Howard Schultz meets that criteria: white, male, rich. He's fucked. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna ostracize anybody that's moderate in their party, and they're gonna run somebody that's far left. And if Schultz runs as an independent, a Ross Perot type, uh, the thought is is that he'd cut ten to twenty percent of the popular vote, and you know some of the Trump wing would vote for him. A lot of the Democratic wing would vote for him, and then Trump would get reelected with 40% of the vote or 35% of the vote uh, with him running. Uh, he says some stuff that's not too not too far out there, but he's, I don't know if I would, uh, I don't know if I'd vote for him because I haven't heard his take on the Second Amendment yet, but I'm sure it's restriction of weapons and I want to take your gun. Like, I, I would figure it'd be in that, in that pipeline or, or area. But uh, they, do, he do, they do say some common sense things about, you know, we're not going to socialize medicine. 
that's stupid. Entrepreneurship's still a good thing. Duh. Uh, so uh, that would be, it'll be, see, it'll be interesting how that plays out. It's February 2019, and I'm still, like, this is the second time in a row I've talked about President Election 2020. Yeah. Uh, the Virginia governor, uh, he, uh, yeah, and then uh, the third kicking people out story of the of the week, uh, Virginia governor, uh, a really fun photo showed up uh, with, with uh, a dude in the blackest of blackface, and then I, uh, somebody was sitting next to him with a KKK uh hoodie or sweater like a kkk garb on and he initially he said yeah that was me in blackface and then the next day he comes out and says well no that wasn't me uh but whatever and then he just botched this entire thing uh the democrats have played their hand multiple times when it comes to these sorts of things so there's no redemption there's no redemptive story like you cannot redeem yourself and uh some of the democrats mo all the Democrats or most of the Democrats are like, you can't defend this guy. He's, he's in blackface with a KKK thing, like a, a dude in a KKK hoodie, uh, next to him. And he's fucking done. He, uh, the last I heard he was, uh, getting an emergency meeting together. Everybody's calling him for him to resign. He's trying to make excuses to stay as the governor, uh, in, in uh, Virginia but it, it looks like he's probably out in the next 24 to 48 hours. I'd be, I'd be shocked and surprised otherwise. But they kicked Al Franken out for, I guess, making some girl feel uncomfortable on a flight and taking a photo. Uh, that Me Too moment got him. Kevin Hart is getting ostracized from the left community for his tweets seven years ago. They tried to hack up Brett Kavanaugh or something that he allegedly did 36 years ago and they couldn't prove or do anything so they're kind of painting themselves in a corner. And this this is an egregious case. This is actually like, this this merits some consideration, but you can't have an honest discussion about it. Like the honest discussion is he was a fucking teenager or he was a med student in college. And that was 20, 30 years ago when he, and, and, the, and the time was much different. It's in the South. And for, you know, you can't, people did this shit. Pe people dressed up in blackface. Uh, people dressed up in weird garb just to make fun. And you don't know the context either. Could have been in a Halloween party, but you can't do that in Halloween parties anymore. Um, be, like the, the actual, the normal conversation is over. So he's like, there's no conversation about it now. That's been closed. And he's still trying to hold on by a thread. And uh, Senator Joe Lieberman actually went out and to try to defend him, a Democrat. And that, I find that to be hilarious. They're not going to lose the seat. Like another, another Democrat's going to step in and take it. Um, but it, it's funny to, it just came right after an election, uh, for the Virginia, Virginia governor and somebody found it. They're trying to associate the, uh, Confederate flag to Mitch McConnell. Okay. Uh, what, what Southern fucking, uh, South Carolina Republican or Democrat, are you not going to find the fucking Republican flag or the, uh, the Confederate flag behind? Like, really? That it's their fucking flag. Jesus Christ. So... Uh, the the actual conversation should be should you be held to account for stupid photos or out of context photos or even potentially egregious photos 20 years ago should you don't know so then an another good news story in Virginia the there's a late term abortion law that's coming up uh or that is passed. I, I, apparently seven states have laws like this on the books where you can uh, terminate a late-term pregnancy 
uh, by the whims of the parents or the mother. Um, basically, the birth canal is the is the determining factor whether you can c- uh, conduct a uh, late term abortion or not. Uh, I'm in the camp. Uh, so the, uh, the argument always comes up: men versus women on the abortion topic of. Uh, hey, you're a man. Shut the fuck up. So, well, guess what? I'm, I, I, I actually supported that theory or logic, and I kind of stepped back, and I didn't want to even think about the abortion thing at all. Um, but then this, this week has brought up a lot of uh, topics, and, you know, I sit there and play with my little baby boy, and this is a, this is a hard, hard issue to, to traipse around, walk around, do whatever, and so I'm going to try... Uh, uh, to do that. So I, I was in the camp of like, all right, I'm a man. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about the abortion issue because I have, I don't know what it is. I have no right. I don't, I don't understand it at all. And that's, that's, that's a true, that's a true case. I'm a man. I'm never going to get pregnant unless I, you know, self-identify as a woman. And all of a sudden, you know, the magical childbirth, yay me. Um, I'm, I'm never going to understand what it is to be pregnant. Um, I, I'm just not going to get that. I, I'm not a woman. Okay. So yeah, fair enough tracking. However, I'm not a murderer, right? I've never killed anybody that you know of. Um, so that's, that, that's never happened, but I can still reasonably say I can take a moral stance that murder is wrong, right? Okay. So if we agree that I'm, I'm, I'm a man and I'll never know what it's like to be a woman, but I'm also not a murderer, but I can take a moral stance against murder then it would, you could take the logical leap that someone can take a logical, can take a moral stance against abortion. Some people can take it too far, like the crazy Christians on the left or the whatever, or on the right, and they could be like, hey, even contraception, like don't wear a condom, uh, birth control pill, or uh, plan B pill is is negative. Um, That's kind of a little bit too wacky for me. So I believe, obviously believe in contraception, I believe in the birth control pill, and I believe in uh, Plan B pills. Those should all be available on the market. Now, whether or not uh, whether or not uh, businesses or private property or private practice should have to provide that, that's up to them. That's a whole different conversation that I, I'm not going to get into today. But so the other one was uh, so when when should you be able to just la di da tra la la an abortion? Um, not talking about medical needs abortion that should be done like the the parents and the mother should be able to decide like life safe safe rare and legal right so life of the mother and doctor has to concur or doctor says yes like hey it's a life or death situation it's either you or the baby then you should be able to decide regardless of the age of the baby right um but if it's just an abortion then you need to set like strong limits need to be set on this you, you, you just listen just listen to this horrific 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 uh example of or just just it it i listened to it and i was fucking shocked and it he actually like you can't turn a blind eye once you hear something like this dr levitino we'll begin with you welcome thank you chairman and members of the committee um i only have five minutes so i'm going to get right to it Second trimester D&E abortions performed between roughly 14 and 24 weeks of gestation. Your patient today is 17 years old. She's 22 weeks pregnant. Her baby is the length of your hand plus a couple of inches. 
and she's been feeling her baby kick for the last several weeks, and she's asleep on an operating room table. You walk into that operating room scrubbed and gowned, and after removing laminaria, you introduce a suction catheter into the uterus. This is a 14 French suction catheter. If she were 12 weeks pregnant or less, basically the width of your hand or smaller, you could basically do the entire procedure with this. But babies this big don't fit through catheters this size. After suctioning the amniotic fluid out from around the baby, you introduce an instrument called the sofa clamp. It's about 13 inches long. It's made of stainless steel. The business end of this clamp is about two and a half inches long and a half inch wide. There are rows of sharp teeth. This is a grasping instrument. When it gets a hold of something, it does not let go. A DNA procedure is a blind abortion, so picture yourself introducing this and grabbing anything you can blindly and pull, and I do mean hard, and out pops a leg about that big, which you put down on the table next to you. Reach in again, pull again, pull out an arm about the same length, which you put down on the table next to you, and use this instrument again and again to tear out the spine, the intestines, the heart and lungs. Head in the baby that size is about the size of a large plum, can't see it, but you pretty good idea you've got it if you've got your instrument around something and your fingers are spread about as far as they go. You know you did it right if you crush down on the instrument and white material runs out of the cervix. That was the baby's brains. Then you could pull out skull pieces. And you have a day like I had a lot of times, sometimes a little face comes back and stares back at you. Congratulations, you just successfully performed a second trimester Dini abortion. You just affirmed your right to choose. That testimony alone, just kind of like, floored me and dumbfounded me and just like I sat I was just fucking speechless when I heard that and I was like oh you know fucking viability I, like, that was my stance until I heard that fucking video and I was like and I was in the 18 to 22 week crowd and he's talking about he's talking about that so I'm I, I think I've rolled over to the first term like that's when you need to make the decision Eight, eight to ten weeks and then after that ten week mark it's basically you accept maternal responsibility for that life and that's kind of your charge is that you you're 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 in maternity setting essentially I don't I don't know what the law should be but like literally uh, it's medical past ten weeks but zero to ten weeks you can decide but after ten weeks you've assumed maternal responsibility for that child and it's a child and it's a life and I'm sorry um, yeah, you can, you can argue till they blue in the face about what are you going to do if it's an unwanted child? Adoption. There's a tons and tons and tons of people that go out and want to adopt kids. Is our social system the best? Probably not. But a lot of people are traipsing off to Asia and Africa and Europe to adopt children as well. So it's, uh, that video fucked me up for quite a while. All right, on to lighter topics dipshits in fucking Washington State refused to vaccinate their children. So there was a measles outbreak in the Northwest and somebody actually asked this question. An anti-vaxxer mother was like, what do I do to protect my child from the measles? Huh, really? You vaccinate your kid, dipshit? Um, the, one of the tenets of the vaccines or one of the tenets of the, of the, yeah, one of the tenets of the vaccines in modern medicine in general is herd immunity. There are actually people that are allergic and cannot have vaccines. So everybody needs to get a vaccine. Why there's not a state law or federal law in the books for kids to get MMR vaccines is fucking beyond me. Like the flu shot, I'm, that just kind of came out of nowhere because now they're they're getting like, like 
hey, here's the here's the most virulent strain, and it's less and less effective. And pharma, like I understand, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies are not to be trusted. We've gotten into that issue uh, as well. Like they're they're in it for the big buck, and that's what I kind of think the uh, the flu shot is for. But uh, I haven't read it. I've read up to HPV, but HPV vaccine is apparently very awesome and prevents cervical cancer for uh, 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 females. So my I'm going to, Abigail's going to get HPV. She's gotten all of her regular shots. Um, Michael's going to get all his shots. Uh, he, and he's, he's up to, up to snuff and up to speed. It sucks to see your kid sit there. The first time I watched Abigail experience pain, like when she was just a little chunk baby, and I was looking into her eyes and she was getting those shots, it broke my heart as a father. But it's like, how stupid are you to not vaccinate your children? This is, it's modern medicine. It's not the 1700s vaccinate your kids and don't ask like how stupid can you be like how do i protect my kids from the measles really anti-vaxxer mom like really <laughs> so there's a there's 48 cases in washington state of the measles and they are, do not have laws on the books and now all the state officials are concerned that measles are breaking out what do we do and do, do, do? like you idiot like that, this is where government if you give, if you cede power and control to the government, this is what you get. You get dipshits that are allowed to make dumb fucking decisions that can affect the entire community and the entire state. Forty-eight cases, outbreak, and uh, measles. So, sip of orange juice here. Hmm. Delish. In more political news, the Americans pulled out of the INF treaty. Uh, I don't know what INF stands for. I think it's a, like a medium-range uh, nuclear weapons uh, treaty that apparently the Russians were violating ad hoc, so we just kind of said, fuck it, and we're going to build up our arsenal too. So, yay, Cold War II. Uh, that seems uh, kind of fun. A uh, couple reports on suicide rates in the military going up. That's real fun. Uh, and then the Special Operations Forces, uh, 3x times, so their, their suicide rate went up triple. Uh, this year or the this recorded year they uh they teach you in the military to ask care treat or act is the acronym that i've run across many times in my uh time you're supposed to ask hey it's not a game like somebody has ideations or somebody's looking around and they're they're all ho-hum just like hey man what's going on blah 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 like how you feeling doing whatever so if you if you know something off you just kind of ask them a question and then if, if the conversation kind of steers its way into like suicide, you just directly ask them, Hey bro, you're going to kill yourself or Hey, what's up? You're going to like, are you going to kill yourself? Have you thought about hurting yourself? Are you going to like, are you, do you have thoughts of suicide? Like you say those words, are you going to kill yourself? Like just ask them directly. So there's no ambiguity in the question. And then they say, yes, they say no. I've responded multiple times in my career to people that have done or decided that they wanted to do they, they were going to self-harm or do whatever. But apparently the studies are out that uh, people love to hide that shit from you. Even if you ask, and I've, anecdotally I've seen this multiple times. I'm not a trained medical clinician, uh, but, you know, interactions with people every day will, will tell you that, uh, like, asking doesn't, like, I, I internalize shit all the time. Like, I bottle it up, and you could, you could sit here and ask me till you're blue in the face, like, is the sky blue, is the sky blue, is the sky blue? And if I don't think the sky's blue, or I don't, want, I don't think I want you to know that the sky's blue, the sky isn't blue, it's gray, it's red, it's whatever. There's cloudy, it's overcast, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm hiding that. Like, I'm not going to talk to you about it at all. 
So it's, um, I, I, I couldn't tell you why. I don't know why the suicide rate's going up. It's, it's, it's a high stress environment. Like that's probably one of the, one of the definite reasons, uh, prop, improper planning. Uh, it's, it's not a cush job by any means, but, um, it, it's really sad that the special operations community has gone up three X times. Uh, their divorce rate is in the nineties. Um, it's, it's brutal. It's a, it's a, dis, it is a, it's a problem that you're never going to understand. It's, it's a problem that you're not going to, I don't know if you're going to fix it with the tempo and the stuff that we have to do. Uh, and then I can't even speak to them intelligently what they have to do. So how sad. Um, internal visceral fat, it'll kill you. So if you're a fatty, it's not the outside fat that kills you. It's the inside fat, according to another study. Uh, uh, but, you know, I'm trying to work off the extra poundage. I ran six point six and a quarter miles today uh, in like one hour flat. Not, not one hour and one second. Not 59, 59, 59, but one hour straight. That's good for an old fatty like me. So yay me. And then the uh, MAGA hat kids are doing a libel lawsuit. So congrats to them. And I hope they fucking take uh, CNN, CBS, whoever to the fucking cleaners. All the bullshit they had to go through. Uh, so, yeah. Good stuff. The in, the... in the funny story of the week for me... Uh, ICE, the Immigration Custom Enforcement Agency, set up a fake university uh, called uh, University of Farmington in Michigan. The Fighting Farmers of Farmington. Um, they were apparently getting people that had overstayed their visas uh, as students, which is kind of a it's kind of a normal thing, you know. States with all of its capitalism and racism and bigotry and sexist are, is still a shining beacon for people to come learn how to fucking do things. So they can take it back to their country and, you know, mirror the processes that we've created here to make their lives better. So uh, people uh, will routinely get visas to come to a university of whatever, and then they'll just stay in the country and become undocumented or illegal immigrants. So the ICE set up uh, the University of Farmington and then just had people pay 10000 whatever dollars and then submit visa applications that they were actually going to school had a full full course load and work and then they they busted a hundred and some odd uh immigrant visas or, or immigrants uh you know claiming uh, that they were uh, studying or being uh students in the united states i'm not i don't know if i'm too keen on the whole like uh, entrapment uh thing that uh, law enforcement agencies like to do uh like hey here's some here's some bad stuff or here's a bad article or here's a whatever like oh here's a trap car let's get you i don't know if uh it, it tends to uh see to the less intelligent individuals they like to roll up like you're not catching any you're not catching big fish with those type of uh those type of events right maybe maybe you can do a, a syndicate crime ring bust or or whatever with that but i don't know it feels like i'm rushing or hurrying through this huh Whoop-dee-doo. Whoop-dee-doo. I like the uh, the conversations with my brothers. Was, was Like, I enjoyed them. Uh, and actually, they were the most listened to uh, episodes so far on the podcast. 
working on a few more other individuals and I'll keep uh, mixing in the uh, conversations in with the uh, stupid ramblings, uh, these uh, normal podcasts uh, that I'm uh, working through or working at. And one day I will stop explaining my uh, my uh, scheming or developing in the uh, podcast world and I'll actually be a professional uh, super cool guy podcast. Uh, the, and it's, well, yep, it's Black History Month, so happy Black History Month. And I'm just going to leave at the end of this one with um, Morgan Freeman's thoughts on Black History Month. And I could not agree more about what uh, he has to say about, about, you know, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Uh, why we need, why do we need months of anything to celebrate, like, Am I just, really, do you need a month of anything to celebrate? I don't, what is January? Like, I don't, I don't know what January month is. Like, because it's not really well advertised. The first one that that is advertised is February, Black History Month. Shortest month, by the way. And then they try to, why we celebrate Black History Month on February? Because you're a dick. It's the shortest month. Like, Martin Luther King Day is in January. That, that seems like a good day. Or a good month to have for Black History, but I don't I don't know what the January month is. February is uh, Black History Month, and that that's kind of where maybe May is Indo uh, Asian Pacific Month. There's there's probably a Women's Month. There's an Asian Month. There's an uh, there's got to be a Native American Month. Um, yeah, there's no Caucasian Month. There's no Man's Month. Um, so. I don't know what the other months are. I would probably fail that test knowing what uh, what months you do. But yeah, here's uh, here's Morgan. Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> no, well, well, come on. Tell me. Well, uh, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which month is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no, no. I, I, I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black History is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? And stop so talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. So, yeah. Thank you, Morgan Freeman, for eloquently putting uh, what I can... I couldn't even say myself. Uh, the final piece uh, that I ran across was the... Uh, it was a, the last political piece, was that Democrats need to make uh, getting rid of the Electrical College a uh, top priority. Electoral College... Basically, you know, Texas is a, is a prime example. We get uh, 30 some odd or 40 some odd votes in the electoral, co electoral college, and it's made up on the uh, population of our uh, state. So Texas is a big state. Texas is a red state, so people don't really uh, go down and uh, politic. In Texas, during the presidential elections, that's probably going to change in 2020 because uh, it's getting closer and closer to be in a purple state and maybe a blue state uh, in the old union. But the electoral college 
exists so that we don't become a populist nation. Uh, federalism is still a thing, so states still have their way rights and where they want to delegate and say who gets elected president. So if you eliminate the electoral college and we go to a populist system, one vote, one person, or one counts, then what's the point? What's the point of a state, or what's the point of statehood? Like, why would you? Why as a state would you cede power like that? It, it doesn't make any sense. But eh, you know, populist is the big thing. Everybody wants to do that. So ho hum, whatever. Well, football's over. That's sad. Uh, A&M basketball is not even something to, to look at. They're 8-12. and 12. Just got the shit kicked out of them by Tennessee. Um, so they will not be making the NIT nor the NCAA uh, tournament unless uh, somebody soups up a character on NBA Jam uh, 2019. And then baseball is about to start. Yay. Hockey's going on full swing. Stars are... Uh, stars are... Uh, at least a wild card team. Haven't really looked at the standings. Don't really want to look at the standings. Uh, uh, nobody was impressed with the halftime show of Super Bowl. I didn't watch it. Don't care. Uh, wife and kids are going to... The weather in uh, Germany is uh, brutal. And so the wife and kids are going to hop out of here for a, a, a little uh, score. And uh, you know, go to greener pastures for a little while to get uh, some sun on their face. While the uh, the German winter continues to uh, persist, and uh, nah, I don't know, like yeah, this was a uh, a hum together podcast. Yes, it was. I went through way too quick, but it's fine. I will. Uh, I'm not the most eloquent of speakers. I will. Uh, I don't know. I'll endeavor to do better. I think I'm just trying to fill time now. Talked about the commercial band, talked about the MAGA kids, talked about the racist Virginia governor, measles outbreak, break and dumb vaccine parents, spec ops, uh, suicides, Howard Schultz ruining the 2020 election, and Democrats being scared shitless and not being that it's undemocratic what they're doing uh, by trying to break him down already. Uh, being fat is bad. Uh, suicide can't be predicted by asking about it. Uh, Trump administration pulls out of the Cold War. And then... Yeah, Kevin Hart gets kicked in the face. Chicago says whatever. Yeah. All right. That's it. Why are you still listening to this? Chuck Deuce is my, my peeps. I'll talk to you later. Bye.